Section twenty one of Anecdotes of Dogs. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Julia Kelly. Anecdotes of Dogs by Edward Jesse. The Otter Terrier. How greedily they snuff the fishy steam that to each blade rank scenting clings. See how the morning dews they sweep, that from their feet besprinkling drop dispersed, and leave a track oblique behind. Now on firm land they range, then in the flood they plunge tumultuous, or through reedy pools, rustling they work their way, no holt escapes their curious search. With quick sensation now the fuming vapor stings, flutter their hearts, and joy redoubled bursts from every mouth in louder symphonies. Yon hollow trunk, that with its hoary head incurved salutes the passing wave, must be the tyrant's fort and dread abode. How these impatient climb, while others at the root incessant bay! They put him down. Somerville the above is an animated and beautiful description of an otter hunt, an old English sport fast falling into disuse, and the breed of the real otter-hound is either extinct or very nearly so. In stating this, I am aware that there are still many dogs which are called otter-hounds, but it may be doubted whether they possess that peculiar formation which belongs exclusively to the true breed. Few things in nature are more curious and interesting than this formation, and it shows forcibly how beautifully everything has been arranged for the instincts and several habits of animals. The true otter-hound is completely webbed-footed, even to the roots of its claws, thus enabling it to swim with much greater facility and swiftness than other dogs. But it has another extraordinary formation. The ear possesses a sort of flap, which covering the aperture excludes the entrance of the water, and thus the dog is enabled to dive after the otter without that inconvenience which it would otherwise experience. The Earl of Cadogan has what his lordship considers the last of the breed of the true otter-hound. It was a present from Sir Walter Scott. Lord Cadogan offered one hundred pounds for another dog of the same breed, but of a different sex, but I believe without being able to procure one with those true marks which are confined to the authentic breed. A gypsy was indeed said to have possessed one, but he refused to part with it. Those who saw the exhibition of pictures in the Royal Academy in 1844 will recollect a large, interesting, and beautiful picture by Sir Edwin Landseer of a pack of otter-hounds. The picture describes the hunt at the time of the termination of the chase and the capture of the otter. The animal is impaled on the huntsman's spear, while the rough, shaggy, and picturesque-looking pack are represented with eyes intently fixed on the amphibious beast, and howling in uncouth chorus round their agonized and dying prey. 
an otter hunt is a cheerful and inspiriting sport and it is still carried on in some of the lakes of cumberland indeed as lately as the year eighteen forty four a pack of otter hounds was advertised in the newspapers to be sold by private contract the alleged cause of the owners parting with them was in consequence of their having cleared the rivers of three counties staffordshire being one of all the otters and the number captured and killed in the last few years was mentioned good otter hounds as an old writer observes will come chanting and trail along by the riverside and will beat every tree root every osier bed and tuft of bulrushes nay sometimes they will take the water and beat it like a spaniel and by these means the otter can hardly escape you the otter swims and dives with great celerity and in doing the latter it throws up sprots or air bubbles which enable the hunters to ascertain where it is and to spear it the best time to find it is early in the morning it may frequently be traced by the dead fish and fish bones strewed along the banks of the river the prince also of the animal's feet called his seal are of a peculiar formation and thus it is readily traced the otter preys during the night and conceals himself in the daytime under the banks of lakes and rivers where he generally forms a kind of subterraneous gallery running for several yards parallel to the water's edge so that if he should be assailed from one end he flies to the other when he takes to the water it is necessary that those who have otter spears should watch the bubbles for he generally vents near them when the otter is seized or upon the point of being caught by the hounds he turns upon his pursuers with the utmost ferocity instances are recorded of dogs having been drowned by otters which they had seized under water for they can sustain the want of respiration for a much longer time than the dog mr daniel in his rural sports remarks that hunting the otter was formerly considered an excellent sport and that hounds were kept solely for that purpose the sportsmen went on each side of the river beating the banks and sedges with the dogs if an otter was not soon found it was supposed that he had gone to couch more inland and was sought for accordingly if one was found the sportsman viewed his track in the mud to find which way he had taken on the soft sand see there his seal impressed and on that bank behold the glittering spoils half-eaten fish scales fins and bones the leavings of his feast the spears were used in aid of the dogs when an otter is wounded he makes directly to land where he maintains an obstinate defense lo to yon sedgy bank he creeps disconsolate his numerous foes surround him hounds and men pierced through and through on pointed spears they lift him high in air bid the loud horns in gaily warbling strains proclaim the spoiler's fate he dies he dies 
the male otter never makes any complaint when seized by the dogs or even when transfixed with a sphere but the females emit a very shrill squeal in the year seventeen ninety six near bridgenorth on the river wirth four otters were killed one stood three another four hours before the dogs and was scarcely a minute out of sight in april of eighteen o four the otter hounds of mr coleman of leominster killed an otter of extraordinary size it measured from the nose to the end of the tail four feet ten inches and weighed thirty four and a half pounds this animal was supposed to be eight years old and to have destroyed for the last five years a ton of fish annually the destruction of fish by this animal is indeed very great for he will eat none unless it be perfectly fresh and what he takes himself by his mode of eating them he causes a still greater consumption for so soon as an otter catches a fish he drags it on shore devours it to the vent and unless pressed by extreme hunger always leaves the remainder and takes to the water in search of more in rivers it is always observed to swim against the stream in order to meet its prey otters bite very severely and they will seize upon a dog with the utmost ferocity and will shake it as a terrier does a rat the jaws of the otter are so constructed that even when dead it is difficult to separate them as they adhere with the utmost tenacity otters are frequently found on the banks of the thames and a large one was caught in an eel basket near windsor but the hunting of them is discontinued end of the otter terrier recording by julia kelly knoxville tennessee usa